Hey kids, it's your old pal Gorag the Slayer. How the hell you doing? Tonight's podcast is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Make your custom button design a reality. Do you have a project you want to promote? Or maybe a small business that you want knickknacks with logos all over them so you can dish them out to your customers for free? Maybe you're an artist and you want to put colorful images on a steel round surface for people to wear on their clothes. All of these things are possible, but not limited to just buttons. Lone Star Buttons also offers round mirrors, rectangular mirrors, bottle openers, and even magnets. You can get all these at great prices and even better quality. Also, you can mention Revenge of the World podcast and get some junk thrown in for free. Not junk. Precious junk. To get in touch with Lone Star Buttons, you can email info at LoneStarButtons.com or you can call the owner, Adam Stimpy Jones, at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gorag sent you, and you want to suck in his hairy tits. Oh, yes. More, Daddy, more. To get in touch with the show, you can email us at rotwpodcast at gmail.com. We've got a little promo thing going on right now. You can send us an email with swag in the subject line and your address in the body of the email, and we'll send you some stuff for free. And by stuff, I mean, you know, stickers, what have you. Um, Just send us a picture of what you stick it to, and we will put it on our social medias. That being said, come meet pre-recorded live from Atomic Age Studio in beautiful... Correct. What the hell are you doing? No, mama, no. I've been waiting in that car for an hour. Get, get over here. No, mama, no. Uh, thanks for listening to Revenge of the World episode 131. I'm your host, Gabe Google Me Dieter, and I'm here with Bitchin' Brennan Birch. Hello, you freaking creeps. What's How's up, dude? Going? What are you up to? Oh, man. It is, it's been a little bit of a weird week. Uh, you've been teasing me with this. Yeah, so... Just uh, the tip. Yeah, just, just the tip, you know, all, all week, you know? I, I think that's called edging. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. After the show, I'll... I'll I'll show you what edging really is. Okay, but, yeah. Okay, we'll, go ahead. We'll, we'll include a, a link in the show notes. Uh, yeah, so, okay, this this week, uh, uh, unfortunately and very sadly, my Aunt Susie passed away. Oh. Um, she, she was, I'm having uh, trouble smiling right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, God damn it. No, it gets funny. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, well, yeah, you know, she, was, she was sick for a long time, uh, for several years. She's had, you know, issues. She had lung cancer and emphysema and not not a pretty thing it took took a long time and you know just was not a you know pleasant experience or whatever so she fi- she finally passed away uh, this past weekend and her funeral was on Thursday and you know it, it was obviously very sad um so I went to the funeral I was a pallbearer and you know did the whole family thing properly grieved the situation and uh, you know right at the end of the service uh, one of the people that works at the funeral home kind of pulled my mom inside and said, hey, you know, you need to go back to the chapel and pick up your flowers, blah, blah, blah. Just kind of, you know, handling the business of running a funeral, which is obviously very uncomfortable, and I would not, you know, want that job for anything in the world. Right. So we, we 
and as you know, everybody's kind of leaving or whatever, I go up and talk to my mom because you know, my mom's had a really rough time with this whole thing. She's been taking care of my aunt for years through all of this. You know, she's been living at her house and you know, just has been there since things started going south. Have I met your aunt? I think I have. You may have. I mean, she I'm, had dark hair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry so, about that, man. Well, you know, it, 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 she she worked at a dry cleaner for twenty five years, and you know, oh shit, emphysema, lung cancer. You know, it's kind of rough situation it's a dangerous it is it's a job it's, it's a dangerous situation you know there's, there's there's all kinds of things that you know we're all inhaling all the time mm -hmm. you know at, at our jobs i mean you know whatever <laughs> so they anyway. call them solvents solvents yeah, okay so they, they they pulled my mother aside and told her you know you need to go pick, go back to the chapel pick up the flowers and you know right about this time i go up to my mom and say hey is there anything i can do for you and she says well you know we're, get, we're getting ready to leave can you help us with the flowers like back at the place great of course i can you know, obviously I'm going to do anything wrong in this situation. So we go back to the place and my stepdad and I, are, you know, we, we go in through the side door and this is where, you know, we exited the funeral home and, you know, walk the casket out and all that stuff. So we just go back in, you know, kind of the way that we went out and we walk back up to kind of like the, the main room where they do all the ceremonies and stuff. There's only one room in this entire place. The doors are closed. So we're thinking, okay, our service just ended. All the flowers are still going to be where we left them. We open the doors and we see grieving people on the left, grieving people on the right. Our flowers are gone. We look at the podium and there is a 24 inch casket. Oh, good God. My stepdad and I crashed a baby funeral. Oh, man. Did so there, anybody turn around and look at you guys? Everyone turned oh, around. No. I immediately process what's happening. My stepdad says, where did all our flowers go? Oh, no. I grab him by the shoulder and say, we have to leave right now. Oh, <laughs> and we no. slowly backed out of the room. Oh, no. Yeah. So that's what Thursday was like. <laughs> oh, man. Well, hopefully it's gotten better since then. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was already a pretty rough day. <laughs> Good God. Yeah. I mean, what? How how you can't really recover from that. You I'm just, smiling again, but it's fun. Uh, there's a little bit of tears in my eyes. It's funny because it didn't happen to you. Oh man, <laughs> that probably shaved a couple days off of your life. Yeah, I mean, and you know what? I think I probably deserved it. But you know, we got it all sorted out. I got him out of the room, and then we figured out where our flowers were. Apparently, what had happened. I thought you were gonna say some undertaker was banging. A dead person but no i guess i was hoping for too much yeah yeah <laughs> so uh, apparently what had happened was you know at the end of our service they immediately rushed the flowers out because apparently you know there was a you know a wait <laughs> yeah. but yeah so like once we sorted that all out it was fine we did it really quickly and kind of got out of out of the place but yeah it was really awkward for about 10 seconds there <laughs> wow that's crazy dude yeah well that makes my my weekend pale in comparison yeah it was, it was it was it was pretty awkward uh so you know did that had a nice quiet day at work everything's kind of returning back to normal at work which is good and you know things are kind of getting back on an even keel i'm not so worried about whether or not my job is in jeopardy which is great uh saturday hung out with the lady uh you know ended up going to a horrible place called barbarella <laughs> Barbarella. Why does it, that sound familiar? It's just a bar. I mean, oh, it's, okay. it's it's kind of a dance clubby place. 
But uh, I don't know. Actually, I had fun. It was okay. It wasn't that bad. I got to see uh, a, a grown man in a silver dress. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah I saw I, pictures of that. Yeah. It, yeah, nice. He's there apparently every weekend. I, mm-hmm. I, he kind of like just kind of lurks around. Like he doesn't seem to know anybody, but he's just walking around. He, like I've seen him there before because I've been there two or three times. Like, he's there for the Atmo. I, I guess. I mean, I, I've been there a few times. And every single time I've been there, he's been there. He's wearing this exact uniform, and he walks around and doesn't really seem to ha- like have many associates. He vapes, and then he like kind of leaves the club and walks around the block, and then comes back. I, I-, I guess I don't know. I- I- I'm not sure what he's doing. He's a man whore. Mm. I mean, I-, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's working security. I, I-, <laughs> I doubt it. No, no, no. I wouldn't fight him. He's like six two. He's probably got pretty good reach. You know, I wouldn't. He looked sixty. Yeah. But he's also a 60-year-old man that goes to a dance club in a silver dress. I'm not fucking with that. <laughs> he's been in enough fights, I'm sure. He, he probably knows how to handle yeah, himself. probably. Yeah. So, yeah, did that. Had a pretty good time. Had a nice, mellow Sunday. Went back to work. And now I'm here. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. It was pretty good. So what about you, Gabe? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. Uh, it doesn't compare to a baby funeral, but... Uh, Jess and I have been needing a bed for a long time, yeah. and uh, we finally made a choice, but uh, we had some fun shopping in Pasadena yeah. for this bed between two competing mattress stores mm-hmm. that had a rivalry with each other. Ooh. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to reveal the locations, because I don't want this fucking guy to know where know anything about you know that we're talking about him but uh this this one location is owned by this this guy i guess and uh it's not a chain Mm -hmm. so we walk in there immediately they ask they they yell across the store hey are you the potato guy what i was like what (laughs) uh no man (laughs) i don't know what the hell you're talking about You, you don't have a potato uh a baked potato uh truck or something like that i don't know what he was talking wow about, but i guess i look like the owner of a baked potato place uh i didn't even know those places existed wow yeah the, the only like baked potato place i've ever heard of was owned by uh dan white the guy that shot harvey milk <laughs> oh wow yeah uh no i'm not that guy yeah but uh this guy i mean as soon as we walked through the door his fucking meat hooks were in like, yeah he would not give us time to breathe you know Oof. Uh, high pressure it's no good you know maybe he thought we were shy and didn't talk yeah back but he just ran at the mouth for a good 15 minutes and Ooh. we felt like we felt like prisoners yeah like that's a we lot. could not we could not get out of this place fast enough yikes uh but immediately he started talking trash about the mattress place down the street yeah the chain mattress place saying how well you can figure it out they're they're going bankrupt they're gonna uh, go bankrupt yeah. they're owned by lebanese uh you know basically just talking mad garbage about this place yeah so after we leave we go straight over there yeah. like you know it's probably the next weekend we go over there these are the only two places we've we went shopping at okay and we had no intention of buying a mattress at at this time you know we we're just trying to figure out what we wanted because mm-hmm. we we were we've been fucking Google, your phone fucking knows what you're looking for. Yeah. Especially with a major purchase like a bed. 
ran, we ran, we got ads nonstop on both of our phones. Ugh. Like incredible. Yeah. I, I was, I was amazed. Yeah. Technology, man. Man, I was looking for, uh, like these like vintage, like Nike dunks on eBay. And like, I was looking for them on my work computer, which is not connected to anything. Wow. And I was seeing ads on my phone. Well, your phone listens. Your phone listens to what you say. I wasn't saying anything. Though. <laughs> like, that's you, what I, you didn't like. Okay. My, my work computer is not logged into any of my personal accounts at all. Uh-huh. And, you know, I was looking up these shoes or whatever, and I started seeing ads on my phone. Ah, I it's don't know, weird. Man. It's creepy. I can't figure it out. Maybe you're mumbling. How do I spell ni- Nike? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But this, uh, this competing mattress place, you know, with the information we, we got from this other guy at the other store, I kind of like poked Jess and was like, uh, asking the salesperson, uh, these questions about, so why are you having this random sale? Yeah. <laughs> Is this a sale that you have every year? <laughs> and she was like, no, uh, actually I don't know why, but we're, this, this is like the best sale we've had all year. Yeah. It's like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Going out of business. No, but they're, they, uh, it was actually a very pleasant experience buying this bed. For, I mean, the deal was too hard to pass up. Yeah. You know, they're trying to get the shit out the door. Right. But, uh, so we wound up getting a bed and, uh, we told these salespeople, it was like, we were like the last people there. They were closing up. Right. And, uh, they, we told about this guy talking trash about them and they fucking went off on this guy. Really? They said like he came, uh, wheeling up to their store in his fucking hoopty that was like making all kinds of noise. Uh-huh. And he jumped out of his car and like came into their store yelling like, you stole my customer and like just giving them shit. And, and the guy was like, shouldn't be worrying about your customer. You should fix your car. It was really awesome. Like <laughs> I've never, I've never ex- been in the middle of, uh, you know, weird. store rivalries before. <laughs> Some weird mattress beef. It's badass. It's awesome. It's like if, if Domi had gone up against space and they were just talking mad shit about <laughs> each other. Yeah. I loved it. It was great. Yeah. Made my made my weekend. Awesome. Um what else? I so, wrote down uh you know, we bought this bed which started a chain reaction of buying other furniture that we need. Yeah. And uh I was like, you know, tinkering with it, putting it together because it was from IKEA. And uh I get this knock on my door. And I open it, and this uh, this teenage kid, you know, you know what neighborhood I'm in. Yeah, like it's way better than when I was a kid. Yeah, it's like it way nicer than it was in the '90s. Yeah, <laughs> sketch city. But uh, this kid knocked on my door, and he was asking for a lighter. And uh, I had a shitload of lighters laying around, so I just gave it to him. I was like, you know, keep it. He's like, all right, thanks, and like left. Yeah. But it made me think, like, man, what if this guy just shot me in my doorway? <laughs> yeah it's like and and nobody was here but me right so i'm like man it turned me into like this paranoid dude yeah i mean i'm perfectly comfortable in my own home mm-hmm. you know i feel safe but opening the door probably wasn't a great idea you know mm-hmm. not knowing who it was and, yeah and what their intentions were or you know it could have been somebody that just you know wanted to case my fucking living room you know right and uh I don't know. It just made me think like I need to be more aware of stuff like that. But that is kind of random. On the other, on the other, I mean, on the flip side of the coin, I should fucking relax. (laughs) 
Like, I'm fucking fine. You yeah. Know? There shouldn't be a, a, a sense of danger about opening your front door. Right. Shouldn't be. But you never know. Those those habits die hard, I guess. Yeah. Um. Did you listen to last week's episode? I didn't. <laughs> the end of the episode was me and uh, Thomas on Dieter talking about the upcoming UFC fight. Yeah, I was going to ask happened. you about that. Uh, well, it wasn't surprising. Um, I think I mispronounced uh, Habib Nurmagomedov's name. There, yeah. I finally got it right. Uh, but yeah, it was it was weird, man. Seeing those fucking fights go down. Yeah. Very scary. Very, uh, it was a throwback to the old days, you know? Yeah. Like before the UFC got popular. Right. And just melees would happen sometimes, you know? Yeah. It, it seems like it, like it was kind of dirty, and then like it got to where everybody was like really kind of like respectful and cool to each other, and now it's like getting crazy again. I mean, this is just kind of like outsider perspective, because it seemed like, you know, a lot of times you would like see fights, and at the end of it, they would be like, well, you know, thank you for... You know, stepping up and taking the fight and blah blah blah. And, oh like, no, the real professional and like very personal. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, after that whole like bus fight thing. Well, not not just the bus fight, but leading up to this fight, uh, McGregor was like he pulled no no verbal punches. Well, you know? yeah, that's that's what talking he about his dad, talking about his country, talking about you know the rivalry between uh, like Chechnya and and Dagestan. Yeah, it's like supposedly there was a war mm. and like. I don't know. I don't. I don't know the details, but yeah, it just got real dirty, like yeah. political, and that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, I don't know, man. I, I I did not like seeing that. So I I love it for the. I mean, up until now, the verbal strategies were cool to watch because yeah. nobody's ever done that before. But this was just over the line. Yeah, for me. I mean, some people enjoyed it, but yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of getting back to like just dirty street fight kind of. Yeah, I mean it's supposed to be a professional sport. They're wearing Reebok for Christ's sake. Yeah. So. Well. Anywho. Anywho. We got anything else? We want to go to the news. Yeah, sure. Let's do some. All news. right. We all know what time it is. <coughs> it's time for the news with Gabriel Dieter and friends. You got this one, Brennan? Yeah, sure. Okay, so there's like this comet that's like supposed to zip by, you know, Earth around Halloween that is shaped like a skull. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool. I think it's great, man. Like, something evil has to live in that, right? (laughs) I mean, or, you know, there has to be some sort of villain in this thing. I hope so. I hope so, yeah. I mean, okay, so this thing, I guess it passed by Earth in like October of 2015. It's coming back for another visit. Uh, I guess it's... Uh, its official name is TB-145, but, you know, NASA nerds are calling it the Great Pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, they're not. But it looks like a skull, man. It, it, looks it like, does from some angles. It looks like a uh, like a, like a, a baby sonogram of, like, a baby's skull. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I got dead babies on the brain right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, no, I'm seeing dead babies everywhere. I was traumatized. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so... Uh, it was a closed casket. It was closed, yes. Oh, my I, God. I, <laughs> Oh my god, man. Do they have like open casket funerals for babies? I don't think that's appropriate. You said how long did you say it was? 
24 inches? It, it, was, it was a small one, yeah. Like, it was, it was, no, it was, it was like, you know, two feet. You that's know? 36, man. No, that's got to be a okay, eight-month-old. Eight this, 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 this cut... <laughs> that's toddler, bro. Dude, this... That's not a baby, that's a toddler. <laughs> this cutting mat on your table is about the size of this baby coffee. Yeah, okay. 24 inches, exactly. We have a ruler, right. so... Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Those are centimeters, by the way. <laughs> Just kidding. It wasn't a European baby. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> we've gone dark. Uh, yeah, so, so this skull, this uh, this skull pumpkin, yeah, comet uh, reminds me of like looking at clouds, like you know, trying to use your imagination to see what a cloud looks like. Yeah, uh, and these nerds were like trying to hype up this comet. Yeah, they're just trying to get people to pay attention to NASA again, which yeah. you know, you gotta you gotta have some marketing in there. That's true. You know, I think it looks like a skull. I see it, man. I'm yeah, I do I'm too. Into it. Yeah. I'm all about the death comet, man. I'm sure they uh, turboed that contrast, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they, NASA's always faking their imagery. I mean, yeah. It's, it's I mean, a known fact. I mean, look at the moon landing. Yep. <laughs> Next story. Wait, when is that comet coming by? Uh, I just closed out the story. October 15th or something like that? Yeah. Something yeah, like look that. it up, people. Yeah. If you're interested, you're interested. Look up the look up the death comet. Yeah. Um, next story is kind of scary. Uh, <laughs> kind of. Inter- Interpol president, that that's the international police force president, uh, Meng Huang Hongwei. <laughs> Meng Hongwei is uh, missing after leaving France, going back to China. Hmm. So the, the speculation is once he, he landed in China, uh, Chinese authorities picked him up. From the airport, and he was never seen again. Um, as is what happens in in uh, China sometimes. So, how long has he been missing for? That, that doesn't seem to really specify. Well, Brennan, let me open my tab. This happened. Well, the story's from October fifth, so so it's been a couple days. Yeah. Eh. Uh, what's come out? I think it came out today or maybe yesterday. Uh, his wife received a text. Yeah. And it was a knife emoji. Really? So she thinks that he's in danger. Hmm. Uh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Hmm. That's that's horrifying. Yeah. Man. But, like, I don't know, man. Anybody can go... Mit- I, I've heard rumors, you know, in conspiracy circles that, that France has been... Not France, oh my god. Uh, China's been scooping up, uh, you know, political radicals as they call them well, over there yeah i mean that's that's been kind of pretty widely documented you know right but it's happening like recently yeah it's been happening more and more frequently and i don't know if it coincides or there's a connection between the internet that google's trying to get up and running over there yeah with a lot of, of uh like closed off parameters where you can't dissent against the government yeah on on their internet hmm. it's kind of weird yeah like I don't know, man. It's it's complicated. What what they're not able to get away with over there versus the freedom that we have at the moment. Right. But speculation is that the internet going between America and China is going to have to be on the same system. So if your site goes against China or is you know leans in a radical fashion in uh, as far as China as a country sees it. It's not going to be able to be viewed over there. Hmm. Yeah. But what exactly does that have to do with Interpol, though? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Got yeah. off topic. Um, just that uh, China cracks down on people for doing whatever. 
Yeah. And this guy came from France. I don't know what their intentions are or, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know, man. Yeah. The president of Interpol is probably more of a political figure than the guy that runs the whole organization, you know? Yeah. So. It's interesting. It is. <sighs> okay. What else we got? Let's see. We got, uh, let's see. There was a New York mobster that was killed in a McDonald's drive-thru. Let's oh, see. Oh, shit. I, I completely skipped that story for some reason. Yeah. Uh, see, the 71-year-old uh, uh, guy, Sylvester Zatola, is an allegedly associate of the Bonanno crime family. Uh, he's waiting for his food inside of... These names sound made up. Yeah, they, they sound fake, but yeah. He's waiting for his food in a driveway in an SUV. Uh, multiple shots fired. Uh, believed to be a hit. Burger bullets struck his uh, coronary <laughs> artery. They could have just like let him... He's 71. They could have just let him eat his McDonald's. He probably would have died in like yeah. a year or two anyway. But yeah, uh, apparently like somebody's trying to stab this guy. Uh, well, someone tried to uh, stab him a year ago, I think. Hold on. That just goes to show you, man. 71-year-olds can still be dangerous. Yeah, he's... They, they're still out there making decisions. Yeah. Giving zero fucks, just eating burgers and... <laughs> man. Yeah, I guess... Okay, so his 41-year-old son, uh, Salvatore, survived an apparent assassination attempt when a gunman opened a fire on him at his home, on, I think, in July. Uh, let's see... Yeah, some dark-colored getaway vehicle is like that's that's the common thing between the two crimes. A black Tahoe. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> that's probably what he was driving like through the drive-through. Yeah. Man, I wonder how. <laughs> since the Sopranos co came out, I wonder how many uh, like large SUVs have been. That's probably the only reason they're still in the market. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just protecting mobsters. Only mobsters can afford the gas that those things take. Yeah. So both of these guys were associated uh, with former Bonanno uh, family boss, Vince Vincent Vinny Gorgeous Bassiano. He's serving a life sentence right now for a murder conviction in 2007. But Yeah, sounds fake. Yeah. <laughs> Vinny Gorgeous. Yeah, it seems pretty bullshitty. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, stay out of the mafia, man. It's not worth it. Or stay away from the mafia. Yeah. Just stay away from SUVs. Yeah. In general. Especially if you're at a restaurant. Yeah. Quote, unquote. <laughs> um, let's see what else we got. Oh, this this next story actually answers something we wondered about about 10 episodes ago. Okay. Uh, space station crew lands um, after almost 200 days in orbit. Uh, you know what they landed on? What did they land on? They landed in their, uh, I think it's called the Dragon Capsule or whatever capsule they came up in the escape that's the escape pod uh, it stays up there it's not like it goes up so it's like they just park comes down empty well i thought that that i thought that's like how they ran those missions i didn't think they like left a vehicle yeah that's up there. just docked wow yeah i didn't think about that either i mean that makes sense time. it's like a waste of fuel to go down go up go down go up i mean it's correct amundo yeah. and uh did you see the video of their landing uh yeah the one it was like all it's fucking fast yeah it's pretty cool like they're they're just sitting in there strapped down you think that like their spines would just shatter yeah when that thing hits the ground i mean and there was some kind of explosion explosion mm -hmm. right before it hit i don't know if that was like meant to slow it down even more but god damn that that looked violent yeah i mean i've parachuted as a person mm -hmm. and landed on the ground that fucking is you don't float like a feather you're yeah. fucking you're sailing down to yeah. the earth <laughs> <laughs> You're going slower, but not... <laughs> you're not plummeting. You're not, like, you know... <laughs> you're careening. You're floating. Yeah, right. 
Um, so yeah, th- these this uh, space crew was uh, two Americans and one Russian, and uh, they stayed up almost for two hundred days. And uh, when they got back, uh, they were carried yeah. <laughs> away from the the thing. I don't know. Well, th- that's what they have to do, though, just because of the weight, li- like the effect of weightless uh, coming back to gravity. You uh-huh. know, it's just like your your muscles are yeah, you're atrophied, aren't and, ready for it anymore. Yeah. It, it t- takes a little while to get them back. That's why they they're always doing those uh, sleep studies at NASA. Yeah, yeah, like they where they, they they pay you X amount of dollars to stay in bed for ninety days so they can like study the effects of not doing shit. Yeah, doing anything. Yeah, <laughs> or having you know gravity affect your actions or whatever. Anyway, they could just put a couple cameras up at my house and watch me. Yeah, especially with that new bed, man. Wheel from room to room in my <laughs> office chair. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I could put some pants on. Uh, what else we got, Brennan? Why bother. Okay. Um, Okay, so Donald Trump's battering of Iran is affecting the cost of oil, which... Yes. That was... You know what else affects the cost of oil? What? Sneezing. Yeah. Like, they will find any reason to increase their profits. (laughs) The whims of Saudi monarchs? Damn that Donald Trump. (laughs) He really is doing a bad job. (laughs) Well, he is, but... He is, but... It's neither here nor there. Come on. We own Iraq. Uh, We're pumping a lot of fucking fossil fuels out of our own country. Yeah. I don't know, man. It seems like OPEC's just like, give us the money before all of the solar shit takes hold. Yeah. So, yeah, he's mad because they're not giving us oil because we defend all these countries and blah, blah, blah. Sounds just like him, dude. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Well, I don't have a Donald Trump impression. Do you? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> not really. No, I don't. OPEC and OPEC. I can try, but uh, it's not. It's not good. Yeah, I, 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 I generally try not to listen to him when he talks. You know what? I'm gonna. Uh, I'll dedicate a day next week to get a Donald Trump impression. That, that would be worth it. All right. Yeah, I gotta listen to some speeches. Yeah, we got. We gotta. So, if anybody wants to uh, throw some money in our <laughs> PayPal account <laughs> for my suffering. Um, let's go on to the next story. Uh, Dr. William Franklin is 106 years old. Um, so I pulled up this, this article and uh, I read it and I was like, this article fucking sucks. Yeah. Like it tells you nothing. And then I scroll up, you know, I don't know, a few days later, just now, right before the show. And I'm like, oh, there's a video attached to this. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Okay. Probably didn't want yeah, to cover any. You can't any just ground. like read the news anymore. You have to like watch <laughs> all of the associated content to get the full story. Yeah. Whoops. Um, so this guy invented the pollen count. Hmm. Uh, he specialized in allergies. It, it was funny. Like as soon as this video started, you know, they ran through. Yeah, he's 106. But the first thing that that perked my ears up was he went through medical school in 1930 wow and i was like oh so he doesn't know shit yeah <laughs> but that's just medical school like you learn you pretty much learn everything after after school you know so <laughs> i hope not <laughs> well i did didn't you well i mean i would think that people going after high them, school have you learned anything since then hmm. i don't know mostly about my alcohol tolerance i guess but yikes yeah. <laughs> well, in my case, I learned more about graphic design in my first year yeah. after graduation. Yeah, actually having to deal with a printer and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a whole different yeah. whole game. Anyway, uh, this guy accomplished stuff. I mean, he, he came up with the uh, pollen count, um, which I kind of take for granted, like that 
this is just common knowledge, but no, somebody had to yeah. think about it and write papers about it. Right. So this guy organized a lot of information for, for the world to, to learn about allergies, I guess. Yeah. Still hasn't fixed mine yet. <laughs> what have you done about it, Brennan? Um, so yeah, the, the article said 600 or 600 years old, 106 <laughs> years old and, and not slowing down. I was like, not slowing down. You're practically dead already. God. I mean, how much, how consistent does he need to be? The whole art, the whole interview, he's just sitting in a chair, not moving. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, his brain's still going strong. He, he seemed pretty sharp. I don't know, man. I'm not sure I trust a 106 year old doctor. Um, the oldest doctor I've ever seen in my entire life uh, works downtown. Dr. Ruth. Older than Dr. Ruth. Oh, wow. So this this doctor works uh, downtown at the uh, military entrance processing uh, center or whatever, you know, the, the MEPS, as it's called. And he's the one that does, like, all of the the physical examining that you have to do whenever you go Turn your head and cough. Yes, stuff. literally. Nice. Like, just the man is not a day younger than 100 years old. Oh my god! <laughs> just a hundred year old, just just a cupping your junk. He's just a a cold bag of dust oh, at this point. Man. And not only does he cup your junk with his you know psoriasitic hand oh. and, and make you turn your head and cough, he also makes you bend over and like you know waste at a ninety degree angle and cough so that he can look into your butthole. Bear down! I'm gonna dig around in there. <laughs> I don't know that that's a part of the test. <laughs> like. I think he just, you know, that's why he still has the job. Would he tell you what's wrong, or would he just stamp a uh, deny on your <laughs> application? H for hemorrhoids. Something's weird. <laughs> I uh, don't like that mole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brennan. Yeah. So uh, that, yeah, that's one of my more memorable experiences of the military. <laughs> That's where my PTSD comes from. Old doctors don't trust them. No, if they're if they're older than uh, Bones McCoy, <laughs> don't trust them. Um, let's see. Walmart is in the news. They're recalling <laughs> two hundred and forty six thousand axes. Oh man, you think you're getting a deal? You know, whenever you buy the Ozark Trail stuff, but no. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, they're recalling uh, 246,000 axes that were sold nationwide because the product's head can detach from the handle and potentially cause injury. Oh yeah. So yeah, you swing an axe and then it it turns from an axe into a sling, and yeah, now you're you have a hurling sharpened projectile going through the air of your campsite. And you know, for years I had a policy, a yeah. personal policy, to not buy Chinese hammers. Really? <laughs> yes, because. <laughs> When I lived, uh, I had a roommate uh, named Tracy, a.k.a. Ah. Ducky, uh, and he tried to break a lock with a Chinese hammer. Okay. The lock won. Ducky lost. Really? Big time. Because <laughs> the Chinese hammer, j- the metal broke, like the- shattered. Wow. Into, you know, just like half of it came off and Man. fucking hit him somewhere. I don't know, but uh, I just heard screaming. Man. And, uh... <laughs> From that day forward, don't buy Chinese hammers. Maybe Ducky's just really powerful. Uh, yeah, maybe. I have another another idea, but uh, yeah, axe handle, uh, axes flying in through the air are mm. never a good idea yeah. unless you're trying to throw them. Or Jason Voorhees, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what do we got? Uh, 
Uh, oh yeah, you wanted to uh, yeah. eat some crow here, didn't you? Okay, yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, I like to perceive myself as a person of, of being a person of integrity. Uh huh. And you know, sometimes what comes along with that is that you got to eat a little shit whenever you talk some shit about somebody. You've been talking a lot of shit about. I've been this talking person. a lot of shit, and I gotta say, you know what? I'm still not done with him. <laughs> What's it gonna take, man? But he did a good He's thing. He's trying to save humanity from AI. He did one good thing. <laughs> okay. He did one good all right, thing. All right. Landable rocket ships aren't good enough for Brendan Birch, but okay, let's hear this. So Elon Musk <laughs> has decided uh to make a donation to pay for uh in Flint, Michigan, they're going to uh like I guess retrofit like all the uh, water fountains. the water water fountains with the ultraviolet water filtration systems that are going to make the water drinkable. Yeah. So that's a good thing. He's helping out the school kids. Keep in mind, you know what, Brennan? For an Elon fan like myself, yeah, I'm not surprised. Okay. <laughs> Keep in mind, just a year ago, he was promising that he was going to fix all of the water in Flint. Ah, oh, come he's, on, he man. stepped it back considerably. He's, <laughs> he's walking asshole. it back. Okay. I, I think he bit off a little more than he can chew. Oh god. I'm glad he's doing something for the kids. I'm gonna give him that. I'm just saying. And the administration building. It's not something, it's not what he said he was going to do. I, I think his investors are a little spooked that he smoked that blunt on Rogan. <laughs> and, you know, like, well, this is actually from his foundation. So yeah. it doesn't have anything to do with Tesla or SpaceX. Yeah. But I, I, I think he's. He's he's on an image rehabilitation quest, and you know what? Hey, man, if the if the technology's there to go citywide, all they're yeah. gonna have to do is pay for it, you know, and they're they'll start production. Yeah. If are are they building these filters? I don't even know. Uh, no, it doesn't specify. Yeah, they might be. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he's doing something nice for the kids. So, thanks, Elon Musk. That's that's what it took. I'm glad all you're right. doing something nice for the kids. All right, Brennan. After non-action of 99.999% of everybody involved he's the one that stands up and does something okay um yeah that's it for the news right yeah we got anything else uh we got some friend questions we got some friend questions we got people. some friend questions you want to do murder and mayhem first eh, let's do friend questions all first. right all right okay so last time we posted for friend questions um we didn't get shit we didn't get anything man and honestly i was ready to kill all of you <laughs> but uh you've you've completely redeemed well, yourselves for no four day, four days after my initial post requesting friend questions i suddenly got one yeah so i'm starting to think maybe we're getting zuckerberg as we far, totally are because you know you and i are not super active on facebook you know we're, we're more kind of instagram people yeah um Maybe we should be pushing a little more on that side, but whatever. So, yeah. But usually we get most of our friend questions from our listeners on Facebook. Right. And, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of finding out that maybe we need to be a little more active on Facebook so that we can get the word out a little better. And, you know, so that's kind of why we've been, you know, not maybe seeing as much traffic on the friend questions as we'd like. So now we've got some friend questions. Keep an eye out and know that we do this every, every week. week. We drop the episode every Tuesday unless something crazy happens. If you leave your question on Sunday, it will for sure be answered. Okay. Actually, post it on Saturday. That way, it's bulletproof. Yeah. Okay, so the question that let we did... Get, let me get this one, okay? Okay, all right. Because so, that's the only one I can read. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, 
All right, so Jessica Miller asks, was Nick Cage better in Raising Arizona or Mandy? Did you see Mandy Ooh, yet? I bought Mandy. I have not had a chance to watch it. Oh, yet. man. I'm going to. You are in for a treat, sir. I'm going to. You're not going to like it, but I loved it. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, it. So, I mean, I don't know, man. Raising Arizona is great, though. Raising Arizona is probably so some of his best work. Yeah, it's like... Other than Face Off. <laughs> it, this is like pre like crazy Nick Cage. It's whenever he was still you know just kind of making weird hey man, choices and you know what he's still doing great work. He is he he brings the heat. He does questionable movies. Yeah, uh, probably just for a paycheck. But I, I can't really think of anything he's phoned it in on. He commits on everything. He does. <laughs> like, and and he's he's usually the best actor in whatever whatever B movie he's, he's yeah. in. You know. I love that damn Wicker Man remake. <laughs> I, see, what was up with that? <laughs> it's just a it's crazy choices, but did he not was he not comfortable using like green screen or I don't know. Did he want real bees? <laughs> and he's like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck this movie. <laughs> I, I I kinda don't care. I love it. Okay. But to answer the question, in my opinion, uh I don't know because it's it's two very different performances. Yeah. I mean, raising, but he brought it in Mandy, right? Oh, he brings it in Mandy. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like big game. Yeah, it's like it's it's just what you want. Like I don't know if you've seen the trailer yet, or have, are did. you go, okay? Yeah, it's it's just what you think. No, it's gonna he be. he seemed pretty serious. About he's like it. he's serious when he needs to be, and he's like wacko when he needs to be. It's yeah. great. Um, yeah. Like there's one, there's a couple of scenes in particular that are just <laughs> classic Nick Cage. Love it. But raising Arizona is like it's such a choice because. You know, like, whenever he was making that movie, he was playing the character. Like, if you look at the mannerisms of him, he's, like, kind of slouchy and weird. He's doing Wile E. Coyote the whole time. Oh, really? Yeah. So the whole performance. He looks like Wile E. Coyote. Yeah, exactly. Like, the the, the slack, the kind of half-masked eyes and kind of slouchy posture, the belly sticking out. Like, he, he's really making a choice and committing to it. I mean, all it takes is for you to drop him in a, a well-written, well-directed movie, and he's going he's gonna to steal the show. Yeah. You know? Uh, I can't, I can't remember what the the movie was called. Maybe like Dead Deadfall or something like that, mm. where it was Michael Bean. Uh, he was the the main actor, and he was in some kind of trouble with Nick Cage played a goon, and he was like pressing him about something, but yeah. he he was acting like he was taking those like po- uh, poppers, you yeah. know, like yeah, he 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 was fucking out there, yeah, like oh, I need to see this, yeah, yeah, it was it. And he was wearing a fake nose. Really? Yeah. Oh, and, and wow. And sunglasses. And his hair was fucking weird. Wow. And uh, I don't know, man. He's he's done a lot of weird shit that nobody else could do Yeah. that kind of performance. You know? <laughs> he's what Johnny Depp wishes he could be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'd agree with that statement. So, to answer your question, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. But we, we're fans. When I see Mandy, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, we'll bring it up again. Yeah. Uh, let me take this one so I can just listen and respond. Because <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm all about the me. <laughs> uh, Steve Wigington asks, thoughts on the next Halloween movie coming out? Uh, I'm there I, for it. Yeah, I I am intrigued. Uh, I don't know what they're doing, but it's not scaring me away. Yeah. Uh, that The scene in the trailer with him and the dogs barking and, you know, the guy pulling out the mask, you yeah. know, that... That was pr- pretty suspenseful. Yeah. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, you know, being in action mode, ready for this guy to come back yeah. so she can kill him. Pretty cool. 
I buy I mean, it. Yeah. Uh, her, I mean, her character has been pretty strong. I think it's a logical progression, you know, for her to go from being this kind of like book nerdy person that's been through this traumatic experience to be mm-hmm. like to do the book nerd thing and just to study and figure out how to not have that happen again, you know? Well, she was in H2O, right? Or something like that? Yeah, but all that's gone. This is like direct sequel. What? Yeah. They're they're wiping the entire mythology. It's a direct sequel to part two. Or no, part one. What? They're they're wiping part two as well. <laughs> wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Like Michael Myers has been, you know, in the hospital all this time. Uh-huh. And life has just continued on. None of the other movies have happened. Oh. That's why the family's completely different too. Like her her daughter and all that, you know. So somewhere uh LL Cool J's still alive? Yeah. So was it LL Cool J? Uh, Buster Rhymes. Was it? Buster Rhymes is in one. I think LL Cool J's in another one, isn't he? He was a security guard, I think. Yeah, he was in uh I know Buster Rhymes does karate and like kicks him in the face. What? And one of the one the one where they're like doing like the, the reality TV show in uh, the house. Yeah. And then there's another one with LL Cool J. And that that's H2O. That's the one where it has uh Josh Hartnett in it, I think. Where they're at the school. Really? Yeah. No, Josh Hartnett was in uh he, he's like he's the faculty. He's her son in one of them. Really? Yeah. Huh. If I remember correctly. I'm fairly certain that that's accurate. We're gonna have to have a marathon. I'm I'm down. I'm into it. I'm not. I was just kidding. Um, well, I'm already way ahead of you. I've watched like the first three already this season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. I'm excited. I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah I mean, for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. And I, and you know, I think that, you know, I like David Gordon Green and I like, uh, Danny McBride. I think it's kind of interesting. They're choosing for their first horror movie to be a Halloween remake. That's a big choice. Mm. Um, I think it's cool that Carpenter's doing the music, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm down for it. God, we're fucking pumping this movie, huh? I'm going. I'm, I'm going opening weekend. I mean, cool. What else we got? Okay. Uh, so Brenda Valdivia asks Valdivia, Valdivia, friend of the show. You need to come back on soon. We need you, Brenda. We need Brenda Valdivia, especially before Halloween. Ah, ah, ah. Okay. How would you solve all of my problems, please and thanks? How do we solve? Well, all Brenda, problems? first of all, you need a motorcycle. Yeah, definitely. I've noticed that lacking in your life. Yeah, we we talked about that before in private. And right? I'm not talking about a Yamaha or no something like that. You need a Hayabusa, something with a thousand plus horsepower. Yeah. And I don't even want to be able to see you with my naked eyes. Yeah. I want to see a streak going down the... Fr- I want to be able to hear you, but not see you. Right. <laughs> I think Brenda also needs a katana sword. To go with them, to go with a Japanese motorcycle, you know. Uh, I'd go with double katanas. Yeah, one, yeah, because one... you don't really need to hold the handlebars while you're chopping people's heads off. Yeah, on true. either side of you. Yeah, so most of your problems you can probably solve with a motorcycle and two katana swords. Yep. I mean, I mean, I don't know what kind of life you're living, but that that, that would fix most of my problems. Yeah. No. Uh, we're not even thinking about ourselves. We're we're that's that's handmade for you, Brenda. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. you're about the problem. We're about the solution. There you go. Hayabusa motorcycle. Yeah, two katana swords. See, I got another one. Uh, Ned Gale asks, "How can I create more world hunger?" Okay, um, you're going to have to buy controlling stock in Monsanto. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you'll have the pool you'll need to just make you know fruits and vegetables that wither and die just within days, turn to ash as soon as they yeah. ripen on the vine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they can do anything. You know, yeah. genetically make raisins yeah. out of fruit, mm-hmm. just direct, you know? Just turn all fruit into raisins. Yeah. Or you could just poison all the water. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think uh, 
maybe truck Flint water. Yeah. To the rest of the country. For for all crops. Like yeah. just sell it as like some kind of like powerful crop water and people would buy it and just kill their crops with it. It's not gonna be cheap, yeah. but it's definitely doable. I mean, do do you know Ned? Have you ever met him? I don't think so. He's a good guy. Very skinny guy though. Oh yeah. What what I think Ned should do is I think he should just eat as much food as possible. Like every time he encounters a piece of food, he should eat it. Whether or not he purchases it, whether or not he's in a grocery store, if he's Say, sitting at a restaurant next to a person that he doesn't even know that has a plate full of food. He should just start eating food. Like, he should always consume all of the food that he can possibly get his hands on. And just grow large with food. I, I, th- I think he should try to single-handedly just consume all of the world's food supply. <laughs> I like where you're going with this, yeah. but I don't think he has the capacity. All he's going to do is be bedridden, you know? And well, once that happens, you can't, you're not around food anymore. So you're yeah. going to have to truck it in or I don't know, man. You know, I, I don't know how, how deep Ned's pockets are. So, well, that's the thing is like, he doesn't have to buy all this food. In. He just has to eat it. Like he can just go into a restaurant and just start eating people's food. Yeah. Maybe one bite per. Yeah. Just, just one bite just out take of one bite every, out of every meal that everyone around him consumes. Yeah. You wouldn't even have to get fat to do that. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you know, just, you, you could, could take a bite and spit it out if you wanted to. You could save a lot that, of money doing that, really. That I mean, would really... I, I think that's the best way to go yeah. now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. So just eat everyone else's food, Ned. But be careful, man, because, you know, you ever seen, like, a horse wear its teeth down just by eating, like, the wrong kind of grass? No. Yeah. You don't You don't want to get in trouble with your teeth because then that'll slow your pace down and yeah. you won't be able to take a single bite out of everything. So good hygiene and... Brush. 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 Take a bite of everything. Floss. Yeah. Water pick. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, we already a- answered one of Jessica Miller's questions. So we're going to... Give gonna... us another one. Okay. Fuck we'll give... it. Okay. Her question is, should I stay or should I go? If I go, there will be trouble. And if I stay, it will be double. Discuss. What are your goals? Yeah. Would be my first question. Because if you're there to raise hell, then stay. Yeah. But if you don't want no trouble, I mean, that's not really an option. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Jessica strikes me as a person that would like to, re- to cause problems. You know, she, there you go. She's, she's very much looking to smash the state, I think. <laughs> and, you know, you can't really smash the state from a distance. You know, nobody cares about your your your, your, your internet posting. You got to be there to do it. You know, if you, if you really want to bring the whole system down, you got to be present, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it's up to you. It's your goals. And that's really what it boils down to. Have a can of gas in one hand and a lighter in the other. Hell yeah. Watch them run. Just leave a trail of flames everywhere you go. It's the way to do it. What else we got, Brennan? Okay, got I an- got nothing. So got another. I don't uh, know. Where, I don't know where you're going. Another another Jessica. Jessica Joyce asks. Joy asks. Member who- of our art club. Yes. Pasadena Art Club. Pasadena Art Club. <laughs> Represent. She sent a picture of a 55 gallon drum of Clear Glide lubricant and asked, "Who is buying this and what are they using it for?" 55 gallons of lube. Well, okay. From a business standpoint, mm-hmm. when you're dealing with volume like that, yeah. we're talking about an orgy. That's that's too much lube for an orgy. It might be several orgies. That's too much lube for several. That's like assuming. Okay, let's let's say you have an orgy once a week, and you invite what what constitutes an orgy? Twenty people. That's a real uh, good slippery orgy. If you're Tulsa Doom, we're talking about fifty. Okay, fifty. Let's say let's say fifty people come to your orgy every uh-huh. week, and you've got a fifty-five gallon drum of lube. Every single person in this orgy covers themselves with lube. 50- Question, is there lube wrestling at this orgy? 
Well, no. Because you mean, might you might not need it to coat your body. You might need it to fill up a kiddie pool or something could, like be, that. I'm just thinking business here. Yeah, that, I mean, well, what's the most efficient way to use this lube? This, this is not a business orgy. This is a pleasure orgy. Hey, man, everything's business yeah. if it's coming out of somebody's pocket. <laughs> and everything's pleasure if it's covered in lube. <laughs> uh, okay, so 50 people every week coming to this orgy. You've got a 55-gallon drum of lube. That's lasting you, let's assume you use a gallon of lube. I'm going to say two, maybe three orgies. 55 gallons? Really? Trust me, man. Trust me. Man. I mean, I don't know, man. That That's that's lasting, you know, six months to a year in my eyes. Also, what kind of lube is it? It's just clear glide, regular old. So this is lube that you could use this on is, your penis this, this is, to go inside a vagina. Yeah. But also all over your body. Yes. Is it edible? It's, I mean, it's non-toxic i would assume i mean it's, it's just a regular clear glide lubricant let's bring it up on it, she sent an amazon link i'm saying lube wrestling man that's all i can think of uh i mean yeah i mean you got your slip and slide you can do but that's not much fun without unless you're in the park with water right but you never know you could slip and slide into some large woman's vagina yeah you could it's a thousand dollars one thousand thirty five dollars for this hey man 50 people what is that like 20 I mean, 20 bucks yeah, if if everybody chips in twenty bucks, that's not that bad, really. No, that's 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 like that that's, twenty bucks is buying you a lot of fun. That's cost that's of that's cost of operation for your orgy club, right? Yeah, I mean, you might have to go. You know, you might have to go in on a pizza every now and then, but for the most part, that's gonna. I mean, plus it's two or three orgies, so you're you got to keep the lights on and everything. So yeah. that twenty bucks has got to go quite a ways. I don't know. You might you might want to charge like fifty because that'll cover food and you know clean up. You're gonna yeah. have to. You're gonna have to hire like crime scene cleaners to come out. 50, yeah, fifty I mean, people a week with that much lube. That's yeah. that's a lot of tarps uh, covering the floor. Yeah, that's you know you got waterproofing on the furniture. Yeah, you got uh. Really, you should just move all the furniture out. Maybe some air mattresses, like something, eh, pl- something pe- plastic you can hose off. People like to fuck on couches, man. Yeah, but know. do you want them fucking on your couch? It's not my couch. Well, assuming <laughs> wherever this orgy goes, assuming down, you're the orgy master. <laughs> I guess you could invest in pleather. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe yeah, some lawn furniture. What do you clean up lube with? I mean, it's a water-based lubricant, so I guess water. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, you can just kind of hose it off and it eventually dissolve. Jesus, I mean, there's a lot. You really just want a big concrete floor with a drain in the middle. Yeah, that's what yeah, you're aiming for. That's the smartest way yeah. to do it, I think. You're, you should probably hold this whole thing in your garage. You know, I I wouldn't want all those people. Fifty people in, <laughs> in your garage. Hey. It better be a good garage. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. I think we've solved this uh, mystery, huh? Yeah, I would say, you know, an orgy master. That's who would... I just wanted to say orgy master again. <laughs> <laughs> we can make some phone calls, but yeah, I'm going to stay with my answer. Okay. All right. Uh, is that all we have for... That's all we got. Okay. You want to do uh, Murder and Mayhem? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so this guy, this thing follows probably more in the mayhem category than the murder. Well, I don't know, people did die. Oh, yeah, people yeah, died. A lot of people died. Man. So there was a car crash that happened, uh, let's see, when did this happen? Uh, just this past weekend. So, yeah, there's a car crash this weekend. Uh, it was in uh, Schoharie, New York. And Sounds uh, fake yeah, it sounds, already. Yeah, I know. It's fake New York people, man. I have a conspiracy theory about this story, but okay. I'm going to let you go through it first. All right, love to hear it. Okay, so, 
yeah there was this uh this giant limo i guess it was like a it was like a 2001 uh ford expedition that had been modified into a limo had 17 passengers and apparently teenagers right uh no they were adults they were going to like a brewery uh it was like somebody's birthday party or something so they, they had this big you know ridiculous you know suv limo and apparently it had slid through a stop sign and hit an suv and killed all 17 people the driver and two other pedestrians it's like the deadliest car crash uh Deadliest like vehicle fatality like in a decade or something like that. Twenty people all in one crash. That's crazy. Like one single event, and like it's coming out like all this crazy stuff. Apparently, like the driver of the limo was not licensed to drive a limo in the state of New York at all. Apparently, the limo itself couldn't pass an inspection. Like this company, they had like three employees and like five limos or whatever, and four of their other limos had already failed like all of their inspections. Like, this company was just, like, completely negligent in every way you could possibly be. They're the slumlords of limo companies. Yeah, it was, like, super, super sketchy. So, like, right now, like, their entire business is, like, shut down. And, like, while the Justice Department, not the Justice Department, like, the Transportation Safety, whatever, investigates this whole thing. Yeah, so this company is called uh, Prestige Limousine Chauffeur Service. They're in uh, Gansevert, New York. Yeah, it's just prestige worldwide. Yeah, exactly. It, it just stuff brothers. The whole thing just sounds completely like bogus, like a mom and pop. You know, we have no idea what we're doing business. So yeah. what what happened in the crash? Uh, well, the thing is, OK, so I guess it was kind of raining out. Uh-huh. So there's no skid marks to indicate that the guy like mashed on his brakes or anything because there were none. Well, you know, it, it's, it's believed that it's possible that because of the, the rain or maybe somebody spilled a 55 gallon drum of lube all over the street i mean some orgy master uh-huh <laughs> they're on their way to the orgy <laughs> they're on their way to the orgy you know and uh maybe somebody uh filled the brake lines with lube instead of brake fluid yeah maybe so yeah maybe that's why they're maybe that's why they had 55 gallons of it available you know it's for it's for automotive use <laughs> no, it's, it's <laughs> so, just mislabeled lube yeah so this thing just like slides through this stop sign covered in lube slathered in lube (laughs) (laughs) crashes into another suv two pedestrians dead all 17 passengers and the driver the limo inserted itself in the back of a in the back of a big of a large obese suv (laughs) (laughs) oh this is bad yeah it's it's pretty horrible i mean 20 people are dead and we're over here making lube jokes yep that's uh, what our show. What's what our show's about? Well, we opened with a baby funeral. I mean, where do you go from there? Really? Yeah, just down, just down, straight yeah, to hell, straight to hell. And, so know. I have a conspiracy theory. Okay, Ralph Nader cut the brake lines because he wants seatbelts in limousines. <laughs> Ralph Nader. Ralph Nader, 80 something year old Ralph Nader. Well, where was Ralph Nader Ralph at the Nader time? Ralph Nader tiger crawled under this limousine <laughs> and cut the brake With lines. a dagger in his teeth. <laughs> he cut the brake lines, slathered it in lube. Maybe Ralph Nader is the orgy master. Ralph Nader, Nader has always been the orgy master. Yes. So I can never get elected he's to public come, office. He's come so many times in a row, one of his eyes rolled to the other side. <laughs> this is so upsetting. You don't seem very upset. <laughs> you seem very entertained right now. Oh, I am. Uh, what else we got, Brennan? Uh, that's all I got for Murder and Mayhem, I guess. I mean, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, some tinfoil tirade? Yeah, okay. 
So, um, it's been kind of skimpy on the uh, conspiracy front lately, because um, of, you know, the Trump, world. Trump <laughs> uh, QAnon shit is mm. sucking up all the conspiracy uh, thoughts. Yeah. I wonder if that in itself is a conspiracy. Maybe they're trying to taper the conspiracy thinking. I have, into... I have thought of that very idea. I mean, yeah. That, that would be one way to kind of, you know, control all the internet weirdness, you know? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, when people hear like sex cult type shit, yeah. you know, it's it's real ugly and it it sucks up a lot of uh attention. Yeah. Okay, so I thought this story was kind of cool cuz it's not the first time that people have thought this about um politicians, but uh this is from uh, news.com.au. Hmm. Uh footage reignites Flotus body double claims among conspiracy theorists. Uh, have you seen the pictures of Melania and her supposed body double? Yeah. What'd you think of that? Eh, I mean, I don't know. It seemed pretty obviously like two different people. I think it does. I mean, yeah. But what? especially, did you see the picture of uh, Melania's uh, bodyguard? No, I didn't. It's it's that woman. Here, let me show you a picture. Come on. So you, you think that her bodyguard was confused Look, for... No, I think she dressed up as melania to take her place in certain situations oh wow and see this is the picture of the body double yeah definitely looks like she's done some chin-ups yeah wow that's crazy yeah i mean but this isn't the first time these these are all photographs from a distance yeah and they're not like standing you know she's not standing next to trump or yeah. Uh, at a public function or anything. This is just strictly showing that Melania's on a trip yeah. to go somewhere with Trump. You know, I, honestly, I, it doesn't it doesn't seem like a thing that's outside of the realm of possibility, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, whenever I see this, I always think of this movie from the 80s that Raul Julia was in called Moon <laughs> Over Parador. Oh, yeah. Where he, like, uh, takes over for, like, some, like... Dictator, Yeah, right? like a dictator. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, I mean, it's the same plot of that movie, uh, Dave, where like the the actor like looks exactly like the president, and Sigourney yes. Weaver is the what? Yeah, but I mean, I mean, I mean, these are movies. These are movies, that, and they're, they're using the exact same yeah, actors the same for trope. the same two parts. But you know, it's it's been brought up, and I honestly, I could see the strategic advantage of using a body double. I mean, yeah, she, she doesn't want the president's schedule in no. her life. She didn't sign up for that shit. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm on board with it, and I, I'm I'm fine with that as long as they're not like making policy. You know, it's fine. Use, right. a, use a body double to, you know, send your and body I'm, double I'm, and do a Skype call and handle your business. That's I'm sure when she gets on the plane mm-hmm. and he gets off the plane, yeah. wherever the destination is, she's still not playing Melania. Yeah, I mean, Melania's probably at home with her fucking family. You know, she has she has a, a kid. Yeah, she has a kid to raise. Yeah. A teenager that has to go to school every day and be Donald Trump's kid. Yep. He's <laughs> like, probably constantly wiping blood off his nose. Um, so I, I thought this was interesting because, you know, uh, the same conspiracy went on with uh, with Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Uh, when she was having all those dizzy spells and stuff. Yeah. Uh, somebody supposedly took over for her mm-hmm. public, non-speaking public appearances. Right. And I didn't. I didn't think that was a shocker either. 
Yeah. I mean, so this, she's like a 70 year old woman, you know? Yeah. That's a hard schedule. <laughs> oh my God. Did you hear, did you see the, uh, Joe Rogan fucking, uh, special that came out last weekend? No. Oh, so funny. Um, but yeah, that's off topic. Uh, but not anyway. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised. I, I'm on board with this. I don't yeah. think it's that fucking cuckoo to think that uh, a member of the secret service would right. step in just so, you know, they can keep up appearances that she's on board with everything. Right. I'm sorry, Brennan. Is this getting boring? Let's go to the next. Qu- yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the next story. No, I'm just getting old. Uh, <laughs> it's it's 830. Um, conspiracy theorists spot time traveler using mobile phone in 1940s photo during World War II. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, this is actually nothing new as well because people are always, I mean, not always, but there are quite a few examples of people wearing things or doing things out of the the time frame that the photo was taken right uh there was a guy he there was a guy at a parade i forget maybe it was jfk or something like that but he was wearing like like uh yeah there's like a couple like hipster clothes like like a t-shirt with a, a jacket over it and I think he had a phone in his hand or something like that mm. and was holding it up to take a picture or something like that. It was just like, like if we were to go to an old West town and be wearing like what we're, what we have on now, yeah. you know, it wouldn't fit in. People would fucking look at us weird. Uh, and there's, there's lots of, uh, examples of that, but this one, did you see the picture? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. He might've had something, a stain on his tie or something. Yeah. He's just look. Okay. <clears throat> another thing is when you see something weird in a, an old picture you try to relate to it as best you can right it's just natural for your brain to work that way so what we see is a guy reading a text message mm-hmm. or what's on <laughs> instagram in the 1940s yeah uh because instagram's always been around yeah uh would really just be this guy fucking reading his sundial yeah <laughs> you know, reading a sundial it Dude, it's like 1940 <laughs> i <laughs> know Maybe he's winding his pocket watch. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, could be like you, you know, know, reading a miniature Bible or something. Yeah, you have no fucking idea what this guy's doing. Yeah. You're just trying to infer what you would do right. into this picture from the 40s. I want to know who his like, service provider is, where he can get signal in 1940. I'm sure it's his, uh, his chronometer, it's man. his tricorder. Yeah, he's trying to go back. He's like, it's too fucking bright out here. Yeah. What I find, you know, weird about this picture is there's people... Fully clothed on the beach. Yeah, that's pretty strange. Uh, there's a guy laying down with just face straight up to the sun, uh, wearing full pants and shoes. Yeah. And just, I don't know. He looks like he's having a good time, but. <laughs> or he's dead. That's weird. Yeah, he could be dead. He's probably it's dead just now. Weird, he's man. definitely dead now. He's definitely dead now. He's probably dead of skin cancer. But this is, uh, this is uh, Cornish Beach, mm. which is in England. So I don't know. Maybe it's cold. Yeah. Yeah, pretty weak uh, tenfold tirades this week, but uh, the world's too weird right now. It is. It's uh, there's a power vacuum going on right now, yeah. and uh, we're just doing the best we can. Yeah. Um, we had a couple stragglers from our friend questions. Should we read them? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. They're actually from the Dieter clan. Ooh. <clears throat> you want me to go first? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, you you got them all, so I don't have these. I don't have. You said Kara asked something. No, right? she was asking me something unrelated. Oh. <laughs> okay, we, get, we just got one then. Just got one. Uh, speaking, I think we just talked about JFK. Um, my mom asked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Did you know me ask a question? <laughs> Is you what your mommy listens to your podcast? <laughs> Dude, you're blowing out the mic. Uh, my mom asked uh, if JFK were around today, would he be in the Democratic Party? I think he would definitely have strong views on gun control. <laughs> Not if he was alive. <laughs> they, you miss sucker. Uh, I don't. I think he would. Okay, let's let's put JFK just today. He's he's 35, 40 years old. Yeah. In current times, I think he would be in the Democratic Party, but I don't think he'd have any power. <laughs> no. Because his his views were a little too. Uh, humanitarian mm. for our time yeah and the man can't keep it in his pants yeah oh yeah oh there's he, that too. he would have gotten like me too yeah he, he would have been yeah. anthony weiner all over again no, totally him and anthony weiner would have totally hung out yeah Hello. <laughs> uh you know you know weiner likes to hang out if he was if he was around today he would have missed out on marilyn manson marilyn manson <laughs> No, he would have been there for Marilyn Manson. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He would have been all about uh, Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, yeah. She, she would have. Uh... But then again, the CIA would have never killed her, and you know, maybe he would have like, maybe she'd still be alive. That's true. Yeah, that's and, true. And he would have had a romance with ninety-year-old Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put me in that situation, Brennan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's it. Thanks, mom, for the uh, friend question. Um, what Your else we got, Brennan? Friend? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's it. That's all what I got. What else we got? I'm done. I'm done right. talking to you well, for the week. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe we should... Uh, LoneStarButtons.com LoneStarButtons.com Do you have something to promote? I do. Do you have a pet project? I sure do. Do you have a business? You know this. Do you have boogers coming out of your penis? <laughs> Always. <laughs> well, if you answer yes to any of those questions, uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> For once, uh, I'm stumbling over give, this. Give our good friend our Adam Stimpia Jones a call. Stimpia Jones? Stimpia. Stimpia Jones, you say? Adam Stimpia. If you want, uh, let's see, Lone Star Buttons offers their buttons and other products in different sizes and shapes. They do buttons, magnets, uh, bottle openers, mirrors, etc., etc., at great quality and reasonable prices. Mm-hmm. Just mention Revenge of the World and get some stuff thrown in for free. To get in touch with Lone Star, just email info at LoneStarButtons.com or you can call the owner, Adam Estimpia <laughs> Jones at 281-798-1996. Uh, yeah. Tell him tell, Gabe sent you. Tell him Gabe sent you. you, and you suck, the s- beaner, suck the boogers out of his penis. <laughs> <laughs> Does your mommy listen to this show? <laughs> you want to floss your teeth with his pubic hair. Yeah. Um, we, we've gone too <laughs> we're, far. We're really crumbling at We've this gone point. too far. Uh, also, if you want to take part in the show, oh Jesus, time to water the plants. Uh, if you want to take part in the show, e- hit us up by emailing us at rotwpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, send in news stories, friend questions, whatever you want to tell us. Also, we still have this little thing going on that if you put uh, swag in the title the subject yeah the subject line i forgot how to email uh we'll throw some stickers your way so uh do that and include your address in the body of the email um what else we got uh thank you also to mockingbird network 
um, dot com. Thank you, Mockingbird Network. We appreciate whatever support you intend on giving us in the future. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, you can sling. Maybe the president of Mockingbird Network can come on by and uh, guest us up for an episode or two. That would be awesome. Um, you can ride your Hayabusa motorcycle over as soon as you yeah. solve that problem. Um, yeah, go go check out their uh, go check out the website. Check out some awesome podcasts. It's not just us. No. There's other podcasts on there that are great. Yeah. And uh, Relationship comes to mind. I love their podcast. Um, Also, that's about it, Brennan. Yeah. We did another one. I I think this was a good one. I had fun. Um, If you want to hit up our social media accounts, uh, you can go to revengeoftheworld.com, follow our Instagram there, and join our Facebook group because you can talk to other fucking crazy maniacs on there. And also that's like that helps us so that whenever we send out the call for friend questions, yes. you guys will actually see it. That would be because easy. we're getting Zuckerberg. Hey man, you know why we got friend questions this week? Why? I spent ten dollars promoting to our own group. Really? Yes. Well, Remember fr- I told you well, all the friend questions came from like my personal account though. Most of them. Which which account? My my personal Facebook account. Well that sucks. Yeah. Got Zuckerberg that again. Ten, that ten dollars went nowhere and did nothing. Suck it, Zuckerberg. You fuck. You Zuckerberg. Uh, okay. Um. Yeah. If you want to follow our individual accounts, what do you got, Brennan? Yeah, let's see. Uh, the you Ghost can, of Brennan Birch. Yeah, the Ghost of Brennan Birch on Instagram. And haunted. Nah. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah. You can follow our. You can look up Gabriel Dieter. Gabriel Dieter. I got some weird shit on there sometimes. Yeah. But definitely go to Revenge of the World because if you want to see some weird shit, Ooh, I try to post boy. there, you know, as much as I can. Whenever I see some weird shit, I'll post it. Yeah. All right. And Brennan, if you've got weird shit to post, you can post it there too. Fuck yes, you can. Let's Just make, tag us. Let's, let's try to get a weird, weird little community going of weirdos doing weird shit. Yeah. I just want to come all the time. Yeah. 50 gallons of lube. Yeah. All over that's a, what the, all over that's a what the lube burning was. limo. Yeah. At a baby funeral. And on that note, <laughs> gently go fuck someone <laughs> with Lou. Lots of Lou. Take Ralph Nader to Pound Town. <laughs> <laughs>